0: Welcome, everybody, to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. I'm Pete Wright. That there's Nikki Kinzer. Hello. Hello, Hello Nikki. Hello, Pete. Uh, you know, we're talking about a are subject you? that's very close to my heart today. Really? Yeah. Are you bored right now? Do you know what the thing is? <laughs> I think there are people who, uh, who... I think I'm I'm one of those people that I really relish some dose of boredom. Hmm. You know? Tell me more. What do you mean? Well... I, so there, there, I've, it's so rare that I can actually sit still. True. Okay. Okay. I get I, that. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I, I need some sort of, I generally need some sort of no, noise around me at all times. Like, you know, I, I, you know, I go take a shower. I got to turn a podcast on. I do something. To, it's like a real fight for me to actually turn something, turn stuff off and, and like shut everything down. That when I, when I find that space where I actually am able to do it and there's quiet and everybody's gone uh, and I let myself just get just a little, just a little bo- bored, I find that really kind of reflective, you know, uh, and, and I sort of cherish those moments.
1: That's good. That's good. Because I've heard the opposite too, where some people, if they feel a little bit bored, it's actually more painful. Like yeah, it's that, ansi- like it's an antsy, anxiety-driven. Right.
0: No, I think know. that's exactly it. Like that's yeah. exactly that's why. I, like I'm, I'm always having, I always have something to do. Like if it's a podcast, I'm learning something. I'm like, there's something going on yeah. all the time. Um, and and that's why I mean, it happens so rarely that I'm actually able to find a center in nothingness right that i that i really just sort of have to Latch onto it, kind of cherish yeah, it,
1: enjoy it. Yeah, That's right. Well, I, ha, yeah, well, and we're kind of in the summer right now, so I'm sure that people are also hearing that their kids are bored. Um, I found myself being bored on a Saturday afternoon. It was like I wasn't really motivated, but I didn't really know what to do. So I'm kind of wandering around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: I could do this, but I don't want to. And you end I end up wandering
0: thinking, the streets collecting cats. Yeah
1: wow I'm bored like I'm bored what am I gonna do with this um we also get bored of course you know waiting in line waiting for your doctor oh my gosh I think that's painful at times uh traffic can get boring if you're not listening to a great podcast um Or great music, you know, and then I think about, I went to the doctor the other day with my daughter and I had my iPhone and I, of course, took it out and she's looking at me and she's like, mom, who's the one with the hurt foot? (laughs)
0: like, "Ooh, you want my iPhone? (laughs)
1: Okay, darling, here you go. So I'm sitting there waiting because she did, she had a pretty hurt foot, so I felt kind of bad. Um, But I'm thinking, what did people do before smartphones? I mean, really, they must have just been out of their mind. Maybe they had to actually talk to each other.
0: Well, right. (laughs) I don't, I honestly, I mean, I I don't have a memory. I know practically that there was a time before, a time before time. There
1: had to have been a time before.
0: Right. I remember growing up, like we didn't have that. And I, you know, I, I, I remember like I was outside all the time, you know, just doing crazy stuff. Uh, I probably should have had uh, an iPhone at that point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but the uh but the real trick of it is like I don't remember what my brain was Thinking was or... like, right? Yeah, I I don't yeah. remember how I occupied my inner self. Yeah. I have no memory of that.
1: Well, I have a few tips on maybe how to cure some boredom, you know, like if you're waiting in the line. You want to hear them?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. so if you don't have your smartphone, of course, cuz that's always something that can distract you and keep you um Busy when you're waiting for something, but um, a couple other things. Uh, Something that I that I read the other day that I thought was fascinating, and nobody would know that you were doing this, is playing like a game. Like say say you're waiting in line at the grocery store, and you decide to look at how many people are on their smartphones or how many people are wearing yellow. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but it keeps your brain busy focusing on, you know, whatever game it is you're playing in your head rather than the annoyance that you're feeling because the line is taking too long.
0: Right you know I so, I had a friend who, who does this I, I had a friend I have a friend who does this he calls it the Sherlock Holmes game right where he, he, these are sort of observation tests that he gives himself so he's sitting in that crowded doctor's office and he'll you know he'll just flash his eyes around and then just sort of close his eyes or look at the floor and try to recount in his head uh, you know what color were the shoes of the lady in the corner oh, or, you know yeah, yeah. and, and uh, you know really trying to up his observational skill and I, I I found that really fascinating because it's something that I'm not you know naturally terribly good at hmm that's good
1: yeah I like that that's a great idea yeah um, another tip I have especially for for students who are in a classroom setting and maybe the lecture is a little bit boring and they're trying to stay focused um, of course fidgeting can be Part of ADHD, and it can be really hard to sit still. So, if you can carry like some kind of little rock or something in your hand that you can kind of play with and turn around with your fingers, or maybe it's just a pencil or something like that, um, it doesn't bug anybody else. So, it can't be anything like really loud or anything. Um, but just having your hands busy can help you stay focused and, and keep you comfortable so that it's not painful to sit. In class, or painful to sit in the you know doctor's chair, um, or whatever, and and I think I've seen you do this before, haven't you? Like, oh we've, yeah, I we've was... met. You have like some little ball or something. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, always. I have a I have a collection. Here's my collection. So the what I use most is the rejuvenation hand invigoration putty, uh, and it's I use the firm, and I can use it for about three months before I have to order some new stuff because it doesn't stay firm forever. It's just like you know silly putty, but it's really really stiff so it, it kind of lets you work your hands uh, so that's my first one the other one the next one my daughter she knows me so well she got me this it's like a perfectly polished piece of wood that's sort of a diamond shape but all the corners are soft and you can hold it in your hand and just like it's like a worry uh, a, it's like a worry stone but made of wood uh, it's about the size of a golf ball and it lets me just kind of keep it constantly in motion in my hand and as soon as this is the the best part about these things uh, and I also have a worry stone too and I but it's tends to be so small that i i will misplace it for like weeks at a time Mm. so uh, the thing that i love about these things and i think this is what you're getting at as soon as my hand is moving Mm -hmm. the rest of me stops moving Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I think that comes with maturity. I've noticed that, you know, kids who are struggling with ADHD, um, struggle with like the whole body stillness. Right. right. Uh, but, but for me that, that, you know, I, I sort of reached a certain age where as soon as I, I, I you know, I, I don't have that anxiety that, that, oh my gosh, I'm going to crawl out of my skin if I don't stand up and leave this room right now, kind of feeling, mm-hmm. uh, if, if my hand is busy. So having that, you know, having that, um, you know, the putty or the the wood or and and I think in some cases the cell phone, you know, I mean, that's another reason the cell phone is such an attractive device, because it's hand sized. It's always in my hand. It's kind of smooth. It feels good. And and uh, and so I can fidget with that, too. So
1: absolutely. Very so, good. Yeah. Okay, so another tip is focusing on the positive, um, which is really just changing the language of um, how you're talking to yourself about the situation. So, for example, it can be very easy to get angry when you're stuck in traffic. Right. So what we want to do is kind of flip that around and think about how grateful you are that you have a car or how grateful you are that you're actually going to where you're going and kind of just really continue to focus on whatever positive you can. And, again, what it does is it kind of switches or it basically takes you away from that negative feeling, which just continues to to give you negative energy. We want positive energy. And so it's just flipping the language around on how you're talking to yourself. Not always the easiest thing when somebody cuts you off and you're mad, um, but, you know, again – if you're driving by a homeless person, then you can also, okay, you're, you're grateful, you know, where you are and what you're doing, and, and it could always be worse.
0: There's a, a, there, I think that's another muscle. That's I, I was listening to an interview with a director, Guillermo del Toro, and uh, he's a director who's been faced with a number of, well, he's been very successful, he's a very creative visual director, but he's also faced a number of flops. And he was asked, you know, how do you, how do you move forward? And he has, I, I think, deals with some of these same... Issues, but he said, I was blessed with a remarkably small rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, and I loved that concept. He said it's so hard for me to look backwards because of this small rearview mirror, and I think that's a muscle, right? It's this idea that you have to think about shrinking that muscle and uh, or strengthening that muscle to forget when right. somebody cuts you off. How quickly can I forget about it? Because it would yeah. be way too easy for me just to remember and linger on it, and feel cruddy all Twelve day long. Right? That's, I could right. Just, that's right. Oh God! If only I could have. If only my windows down, here's what I would have said to that jerk who cut me off on the highway. (laughs) That's right. Because you know what? That jerk who cut you off on the highway has forgotten.
1: Yes, yes. Well, and it's probably not fair either for us to quickly judge that person in the sense of, you know, they're just a jerk. I mean, maybe maybe they're on their way somewhere that they have to be for some reason that we can't fathom. And so, I mean, yeah, I think it, I I think you're right. We have to kind of just put it behind us and and not think about it anymore. It's not important. Right. Yeah, absolutely. What else? Oh, okay. So on that Saturday afternoon where I'm wandering around, yes, (laughs) Um, I was watching a talk show once, and I thought this was a great idea. One of the characteristics of happy people, people who are happy, are people who try new things. And I thought, well, what a great way to break that boredom cycle that if you really, you know, it's a Saturday afternoon and you're bored and you're not really sure what you want to do, um, look for a new activity. Look for, uh, I like to cook, so maybe I look for a new recipe. Or um, if you're going out to dinner that night, try a new restaurant or at least go to the same restaurant but try a different dish. You know, just all of these little things that could be something new and something kind of sparking your interest that, um, you know, it, it generates that happy feeling. And who doesn't want that?
0: Absolutely. Right? Oh. yeah I love the happy feeling,
1: okay, procrastinating um can be a symptom because you don't want to do a boring task, right? So it could be anything like filing or doing a chore around the house, something that you don't want to do. Um, we've talked about this before in another podcast. I can't remember which one, forgive me. Um, but we talked about how for the ADHD mind, it's actually smarter to stimulate your mind with something exciting and fun first, um, to get you going before you work on the boring task. So do something fun. If you like to play music, you know, go do your guitar, play on your guitar, your guitar for 15 minutes, and then go work on your boring task for 15 minutes. Um, and then you can kind of switch back and forth. But the nice thing about this is, yes, it may take you longer to get something done, but it's definitely better than not doing it at all.
0: I could not agree with this more. And I have been more focused. I, I'd never made that connection uh, until we talked about that in that last episode. Um, uh, and again, I, I also do not remember which one that was. But it, it was pretty recent. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like a yes. year ago. Um, no. So one of the things I've been trying to just notice about myself is how productive I am when I just come down cold versus when I, you know, sit down and, and do something that I really look forward to just to get started. And I'm really noticing that connection. That's, that's something I'd never made, uh, that connection, and you know, obviously. And now, you know, I find myself sitting down and I say, you know what, I'm going to give myself permission to play threes on my phone, which is a fantastic little sort of mathy game that, that I get. And, and usually, you know, I'll feel like, oh, I should be doing something else. But as soon as I say, I'm going to take 10 minutes to warm up with threes then I come out warmed up. It's, it's like intentional activity that, that wakes me up. It gets mm-hmm. me kind of moving forward. And then I, I find I'm able to, to, um, to start with, with that sort of more creative spirit and last even a little bit longer than I normally would.
1: Perfect. Yeah. It's good stuff. Love it. yeah. do you, anything else that you do that I didn't mention? I'm just curious if well, you have any I, other.
0: No, I feel like I've, uh, I, I feel like I've interjected enough, but the the only other thing that I would, I would, just add is uh, writing. Oh, um, yeah. I I find that when I, I and and it's not just sitting down at the computer and writing. It's actually getting a like a a Molesky notebook or something and sitting down with a pen and writing. And you don't even have to write anything of merit. I mean, you could just like write song lyrics of your favorite song or something. Just just the idea of making that visual sort of hand connection, watching <laughs> your hand move, right? That is another thing that I find really engages me and, and it's it forces more of my senses to like engage at the same time right there's that tactile sense there's smell there's there's visual there's and it's sort of that that sort of understanding growth space and cognitive uh sort of space spatial relationships i find that is is a really powerful way to kind of warm me up and cool me down uh when i'm finding i'm in a, a particularly stressful state
1: very good yeah. so do you do that just like on a piece of paper like an actual I, piece of paper, or do you, are have, you doing that on your iPad? No, no, no. Like,
0: no I term? do. I, I've I've rediscovered my love of paper for of, this yeah. very purpose. I, I think okay. there's, you know, and I even have tried. You know, I have a, what I consider probably the best stylus for my iPad. It's the Jot, the Evernote Jot Script stylus. I use it every day. I love it. It's a very fine point. Otherwise, it's really quite good for writing. But I have found that it doesn't fill the same function for me it doesn't allow me to actually get that sort of head clearing um uh kind of uh, feeling uh mm-hmm. than when i actually pick up a pen and write
1: yeah, there's got to be a science to that, I'm sure, because yeah. you're not the first person that I've I've heard that has said that. Yeah,
0: I feel like when I when I get off of that habit, I I notice a difference now. I I notice it. And I think you know, I think people take we call it I'll call it journaling, right? We'll say right. I, uh, journaling, but you know, whatever you call it, uh, writing therapy, whatever it is, um, you know, I think people give it a hard time because they think I can't. I'm not a writer. Well, you don't have to. That's not the point. You don't have to be a writer. You write and then you know, ball it up and throw it away if you want. Right. Um but, but just create, to create that activity, mm-hmm. uh, it engages your brain in a different way. So I, I encourage people to give that a shot. There you go. So that's it. That's my stuff.
1: That's it. I, I like it.
0: Awesome! Hey, everybody! Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can find out more about it at TakeControlOrganizing.com. You can find uh, you can find Nikki everywhere you want to find Nikki at Facebook, on Twitter, or on Pinterest at Take Control ADHD. And uh, you should do that. You should connect with Nikki there. You can find me at Pete Wright on Twitter, and I would love to take any any questions or thoughts and share your ideas as well uh, on Twitter uh, on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control the ADHD podcast.